Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're going live. No. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. That means it's podcast day. What's going on? Remember, ladies, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next. Get your mug, guys. The coffee tastes better than these mugs. I just posted a picture. Someone uh, just got their stickers in the mail, and they got the they got this one. They got this one. They put it on their their fridge. They just got a new a new beer fridge for their their garage. They put they put the sticker on it. Sent me a picture. If you guys uh, sign up for the email list and you guys get your stickers and you put them on something, you know, fridge, bumper, you know, laptop, whatever. Uh, Nurse Chick has Nurse Chick has this red pilled one, and uh, she has it on her gym water bottle, which is kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, if you put it on something like that, take a picture of it and then tag me on social media or send it to me, and I'll I'll, I'll give you a shout out for that. That's always kind of fun to see that where what what people are doing with that. All right, man. Busy weekend this last weekend. I went with Nurse Chick. We went to Utah, to uh, Springville, Utah, which is basically Provo, right? It's like a like a suburb of Provo. And uh, Nurse Chick entered her fitness competition. She won first in figure and fourth in wellness. Uh, so she's the reigning, defending, undisputed INBA figure champion of Springville, Utah. <laughs> And then there's this, uh, there's this, God, there's this really overweight chick, right? She goes to all these events and she competes in uh body quest, right? That's the, that's the, the, you know, category that she competes in. So body quest is the first one that, that nurse chick competed in last year, right? She competed against this chick in body quest, but nurse chick is like gorgeous, right? Nurse chick is like really fit. I posted pictures of her online, um, you know, and those hard eye emojis. That's what she really looks like because she's got that genuine desire, guys. But but this fat chick, uh, she goes to all these events, I guess, to hold herself accountable or something like that. So she goes to show how much weight she's lost. But the thing is, is she's gained weight since her weight loss picture. And she's actually, I think heavier than her starting weight. So she still goes to these things just to feel good about herself and to feel like she's doing something, but she hasn't done crap. <laughs> and her, uh, her trainer has straight up told her like, Hey, stop going to these things. And if you continue to go to these things, at least leave my name out of it. Right. Because she won't keep the weight off. Anyway, kind of sad, kind of a sad story. So another funny story about Utah Nurse chick. Oh, hey, look, nurse chick is in the house. What's up, babe? <laughs> nurse chick got us reservations for the speakeasy in Provo, Utah. It's called Prohibition. If any of you guys 
are from Utah, you may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. <laughs> so here's the thing. And I can see, I can see nurse chick's thought process here. So it was a, it was a good intent, right? There's a, there's a speakeasy that I took her to in Montrose called felonies, right? It's a really cool place. Perfect place to take a, uh, like do a mystery date, right? Where you just tell her, Hey, wear, wear a cute dress. And where she's like, where are we going? You just go, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just wear, just put on your cute shoes, your cute dress. I got it covered, right? So I take her to, to felonies. This was a, you know, a while ago. We've been there a bunch of times since then. But the, the first time I took her there, she was like, what is going on? You And you go down this back alley, you knock on a door, and then they have like a slide. And they're like, what's the password, right? And you give them the, give them the weekly password. And uh, they let you in. And it's like, it's like straight out of the 1920s. Love this place, right? And, and, we, and Nurse Chick go, and I go there all the time. Well, she found out that there's a speakeasy in Provo. <laughs> she knows exactly where I'm going with this. She's like, yeah, I should have done more research. Yeah. So, 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 so she books us a, a reservation at this place in Provo called Prohibition, right? Um, and it it's on the surface, it sounds awesome because you walk into this place. It looks like an unassuming storefront where they're selling, you know, Indian jewelry or whatever. And then there's this, there's like a bookshelf on the, on the side of the wall. Well, that bookshelf is really a false bookshelf and you open that up and that it lets you into the speakeasy. So, I mean, it's like really very much like prohibition style, right? I mean, the hidden bookshelf kind of secret passageway, kind of awesome, right? Sounds great. We get in there, great food, great drinks, cool atmosphere, very much out of the 20s still, right? They have an old, like, you know, 1800s register behind the bar and stuff. Very cool place. And then they have a, we're not at the eight-minute mark. We They have a freaking burlesque show. <laughs> a burlesque show. Now, that might sound awesome, right? Oh, yeah, some chick sort of strip teasing, but not get straight up being a stripper, just sort of being very, very classy. So they have this. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start with the good. I'll start with the good. Okay. They have, they had two aerial acrobatics or acrobats, which was cool, right? These two chicks, uh, one was on like this floating ribbon thing and spinning around and, you know, she'd climb up really high and fall down and you'd think she was going to clock her head on the floor and just all very cool. Another chick, Got up very similar type act, but it was on a big, uh, like hula hoop type thing, a big hoop. So she's spinning around and doing all this acrobatic stuff. Very cool. There was this, uh, chubby lounge singer chick. Um, whatever, you know, she gets up there and she's singing some sultry, you know, hello, Mr. President type song. Right. Okay. Whatever. Then there's this, there's this gay dude <laughs> in drag lip syncing. Dancing his rainbow ass off. And I'm just like, fuck it. Get it, bitch. Oh, no, no. We're not at the eight-minute mark. We're not at the eight-minute mark. Guys, you have to send super chats. We're just going to be we're gonna be demonetized now. But anyway, I'm just like, get it. Get it, bitch. <laughs> get it, queen. Because <laughs> it's like this gay dude in drag was like really getting into it. It was like, okay, okay. All right. This is this is not my normal thing, but whatever. You know, own own your own your own, you know, your your, your style girl <laughs> whatever but the one thing i just could not fucking stand right was uh there was this gay dude doing a strip tease down into lace underwear and it was like at that point i'm, I'm just sort of looking over at nurse chick like 
you're fired. You're fucking fired. You're absolutely fired. <laughs> you're fired for picking places ever again. Ever again. Anyway. All right. This isn't about weird burlesque shows in Utah, of all places. Uh, this show is on hypergamy. Hypergamy, guys. Weird. Talk about hypergamy in the red pill space. That's weird. <laughs> we talk about hypergamy today and if it's bullshit or not. We're... I'm already demonetized. Please send super chats. I'm already demonetized after that story. So is hypergamy bullshit or not, right? So Rich Cooper, uh, he recently had a guy on a show named Mac and Murphy. Uh, Mac and Murphy is a GRS funded scientist at the University of Melbourne. Smart guy, right? Scientist. Also, uh, I've also heard criticism of the idea of hypergamy from Shanti Smith, right? The, the author of The Tactical Guide to Women. Now, Sean's going to be on my podcast the upcoming weeks, uh, too. We, we recorded that interview a couple of weeks ago. Very smart guy, right? Doctors, if, if you guys haven't read The Tactical Guide to Women, you should read it. I think it's, it's a must read. It's very good about how to pick the right woman for long-term uh, relationships and like which women's that you need to, you know, that could be only be plates only. You know what I mean? Well, my friend Rudy from the Root Advice podcast, he sent me a clip from Rich, Rich's interview with Mackin, and I think Rudy, Rudy hates the red pill. So I, I, I you know, I kind of get why he said it to me. You know, I'm like, okay, I see why you're saying this. Um, but uh, I was like, you know what? Honestly, that would make a great topic for a, for a live stream. So why not? Why not get into it today? But before we do. Let's go ahead and do our usual housekeeping. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You guys should know what to do by now. You guys should already be subscribed by now. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching live right now, sound off in the live chat. That, that helps these go by much smoother. If you guys are watching during the replay, drop a, a comment below your, your, your favorite emoji. Speaking of dropping comments below, Monday's episode, uh, Brother Nathan, Brother Nathan was on. Uh, <laughs> Nathan has a lofty goal of making Monday's episode the most downloaded episode of all time. He's trying to beat Sterling Cooper. So all day uh, Monday and all day Tuesday, I keep getting notifications. New, new comment, new comment, new comment on the video. And I go, look, and it's Nathan. <laughs> Nathan's just commenting, commenting all day long, just trying to boost it, boost it in the algorithm, trying to get more views. It's kind of funny. He's got a goal, guys. He's got a goal. He wants to beat Sterling Cooper. So in this video, drop a comment too. That does help us in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Send super chats, guys. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm demonetized because of that, that story about Provo. So please, please consider sending a super chat, even if it's if it's just a dollar. That helps us out quite a bit. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you a PDF of 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. One of the things that, <clears throat> that Nathan and I talked about on Monday's episode is if you live out in uh, a rural area, right? If you live out like in flyover country, if you live out in ranch country, there's no place to, to cold approach. There's no cold approach. There's no cold approach in the cow pasture. And, you know, you could go out to like, you know, bars maybe, but like for me, the closest bar is up in Cedar Edge, Colorado. <clears throat> and um, that bar is called the Pondy. If you go in there, it's just a bunch of old drunks, 
in there, right? And I'm talking like 50 plus. And there's there's no eligible single ladies hanging out in the pondy. You know what I mean? So, okay, well, Paul, we'll just meet them in the grocery store. You go to the grocery store here, it's literally 70-year-old ladies just walking around doing their shopping, right? All the younger people are in Grand Junction or in Montrose. So I could try to cold approach. I'd literally have to drive an hour out of my way and dedicate time <clears throat> to go do that. Or I can go on a dating app <laughs> and then actually go on multiple dating apps and cast a wide net on dating apps and uh, date from my house. It's much more efficient. And that's just how you got to do it in, in, in rural country. If you don't want to <clears throat> dedicate you know, a two hour round trip somewhere to go cold approach for an hour. You know, you got to spend like four hours trying to catch one chick. Like that's, it's much more efficient to just be at your house. Right. So dating apps. Well, oh, but Paul, you know, only, only 20% of, of guys are getting any play on dating apps. Yeah. Well, that's because you suck at dating apps, right? <laughs> it's not because the dating apps suck. Dating apps are awesome. You just need to learn how to work the system. Well, I can at least help you with your openers. If you get on the email list, I'll send you a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention. Uh, and then I'll also send you stickers as a bonus as well. All for freezies. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. Get on the beer club, guys. I think I'm going to be doing the next beer club on the 21st. The 21st is a Thursday. I always do these on Thursdays because it's always it's always a, a Thursday where Nurse Chick is not here. So there's two opportunities per month. Next uh, next week on Thursday is, or I'm sorry, the, the yeah, the next, uh, actually, let's see. Maybe it's the 28th. I'll have to do it. Or the 14th. I don't know. Don't take my word on it. I'll, I'll, I'll make an announcement sometime after this. Watch on social media. But it's always on a, a week when I don't have my kids and nurse chick goes back home. So I have, I have that Thursday night to myself. That's when I, I do the beer club. I host it. It's live. And it's just a bunch of guys getting together, having some drinks, talking about guy stuff. You know what I mean? It's a good outlet for guys. A lot of guys don't have a good group of guys that they could go to and just talk about guy stuff. You know, once guys get into relationships, you'll find that they almost always just get rid of all their friends. They think they think their woman just wants all their time and attention. That's not true. That's not true. And that'll actually kill your relationship. So you got to have a good group of guy friends to hang out to where you could talk about guy stuff. If you have problems, bring it to the boys. You don't bring it to your girl. All right. This is a good outlet for that. It's only 10 bucks a month. All right. Think of it like skipping Starbucks or something like that, or or, or the cover charge to your, to your favorite club. Coaching is also available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. I have two tiers available for that. And then also, if you guys just have a question that can be answered in a video, I've been doing those a lot lately. You can do that as well. If you go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com, you can sponsor a short video where I'll answer a question uh, based on your specific situation. I've been posting those uh, pretty much on Mondays and Tuesdays. But if you if you have me make a video, I'll get that to you right away. And then I just save those for like, you know, uh, social media filler on Mondays and, and Tuesdays. So check that out. I will play a commercial for the beer club and then we'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about hypergamy guys. Here's a harsh truth that everybody gets upset about online. When I say it, they get upset because of their ego investment into the fairy tale idea of love and partnership. They get upset because of their ego investment into the idea that their woman is their best friend. 
their confidant. And they think that love will conquer all and that their woman will be there through thick and thin. The truth is that as a man, your woman is hardwired biologically and psychologically to want you to be her rock. It doesn't work the other way around. Women do not care about your struggles as a man. They may think they care. They may even want to care, but her evolutionary DNA will not let her care. If you bring her your problems, she will lose attraction for you over time and she will leave. Now, whenever I talk about this, people lose their minds and start talking about men unaliving themselves. The faster that men learn that women don't care about our struggles, the faster we'll save the lives of men. Men off themselves because of their own ego investments in the Disney fairy tale line. And when that fairy tale goes up in flames, they get zeroed out and they end things. Men do need a proper outlet for dealing with their problems, but going to their woman isn't the answer. Men need a tribe. They need a brotherhood. That's why I created my beer club. It's a monthly virtual hangout for men only. It's a place where men can be men. It's a place where men can talk about guy stuff without having to worry about offending women. It's a place where they can go without having to worry about being called toxically masculine. It's a place where they can go to solve their problems. Because men solve problems, women cause problems, you dig? Visit beer.comeonmanpod.com. That's beer.comeonmanpod.com to sign up. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I dropped a link in the chat for that, guys. Sign up. Nathan sent a super chat. Thank you so much because we're already demonetized. <laughs> we're already demonetized. You get you get this one. <laughs> Yeah, Nathan's the man. Nathan's the man. Last week, uh, I think I accidentally clicked. No, I was going to say, uh, I was talking about music that sort of puts me in the right mood. And I was and I started to play the full uh, song for that. Well, I got a copyright strike. And so I had to like, I had to silence that little, silence that little, that little segment <laughs> from Wednesday's ups. YouTube is, is hardcore about that stuff, guys. YouTube's hardcore about that. Anyways, Nathan's the man. Help me get that top spot. He's really trying. Guys, if you guys, even if you don't listen to Monday's episode, just go on like Apple and just download the episode. Just download the episode for Nathan's sake, okay? All right. So, Rich Cooper had Mac and Murphy on, and Mackin says that uh, hypergamy isn't, as, isn't what Red Pill says it is, basically. So, I'm going to show you that clip, all right? I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Let me just show that clip and you guys will understand what we're talking about today agree or disagree with the godfather of the manosphere with his assessment of hypergamy well i'm i'm part of one of the only evolutionary psychology labs that that ever even considers hypergamy or looks mm -hmm. into it if you want to study this sort of topic you need to define your variable pretty precisely before you go into it so one specific question which i think you'll get an affirmative answer it's like do women prefer to date men who have more money than them, right? Who have better financial prospects than them. If that's your definition of hypergamy, then it's like, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty well-supported idea. Okay, what are we even doing here? What are we, what are we even doing here? 
It sounds like he agrees, right? Okay. If you look at looks, right, now it gets more complicated because just from behavioral data, it seems that women are willing to loosen up their standards on looks a lot more than men, certainly for long-term dating, for sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. So I can see why we're throwing, uh, we're throwing this all out the window here. Short-term dating, men and women are more similar in the sense that we both aim for like the best looking person possible. I mean, so far it sounds like he agrees. It sounds like he agrees, right? Like, I mean, basically if you guys know how, how red pill defines it, it sounds like he, he agrees with it. Doesn't it? But the difference is that men are willing to drop their standards in a way that women aren't. That's because men aren't hypergamous. Like we're, we're, uh, uh, was it polygynist, uh, right? Like we, we, we like a variety of vagina. That's what we like, right? Men cheat because we just, because our current, like the, 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 the pussy that we're fucking isn't our current, our girl's pussy, right? It's just, it's different pussy. And so it's, it's kind of appealing. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not, we're not hypergamous. We don't cheat because of that necessarily. We're not trying to trade up because oh that she's a better option necessarily it's like oh the opportunity was there <laughs> so i think that hypergamy is uh, one issue that i have with the red pill is that it's like look we can talk about that we can have a conversation about mm -hmm. the idea that women are more selective and have a preference to date up on social hierarchies right we can talk about that and, and discuss the evidence for and against it but we can't just say hypergamy for every dating situation ever right because it's like, if it's hypergamy when the guy's better looking, but she's making more money, but it's also hypergamy when she's better looking and he's making more money, then it's, it's, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, yeah, no, uh, I, I fully agree. And I, yeah, there are absolutely outliers. I mean, I've had conversations. If you guys haven't read his book yet, uh, RP Thor sort of addresses this really good in, uh, in his new book, Dominant Masculine Presence. Right. Because because Rolo, uh, you know, we'll get into it more, but Rolo talks about hypergamy as being dualistic. Right. You know, uh, uh, alpha fucks, beta bucks. Everyone hates the idea of like alpha and beta. Like everyone hates that. Right. Well, Thor also kind of agrees that uh, alpha and beta doesn't fully capitalize on what women respond to. But what women do absolutely respond to that I think most people would agree with is a dominant masculine presence, right? And so that book really sort of, I think, gets into this a lot more. You know what I mean? So if you guys haven't read Thor's book, it's it just came out on Audible like a couple of weeks ago. So definitely check that out. Conversations with lots of people where it's like, you know, you sort of dive down the rabbit hole of, um, you know, dating and hypergamy and how uh, men and women prioritize uh mates and you'll always have that random uh, you know gal pop out and she'll be like but wait that doesn't apply to me because i'm a lawyer making three hundred thousand dollars a year and my husband's a stay-at-home dad and you know he doesn't even work and uh you know like you'll always get those in any sampling i'm well okay I, so i i've spoken unclearly i'm not pointing to exceptions to prove that that's not how that's not how I that's not how I even think about topics. I too think about averages, right? I would never yeah. if, if there's an average trend, right? Like I've said in this conversation that the average person cares about looks before almost anything else when they're dating. Yeah. I'm not absolutely. gonna point to my buddy. I'm not gonna point to my buddy and say, Oh, he doesn't care about looks when he's dating, therefore it's not true. That's funny though, that women women definitely do that all the time, right? <laughs> like women in the comments. Well, I don't, not all women. I don't do that. That's not me. It's like, we understand Karen, you're the exception. You know, you're, you're better than everybody. We get it. We, we're, we're talking about those other bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs>
That's not that's not how averages work. On the hypergamy point, I was I was, I was making I was making a very specific point, which is that if it's hypergamy, right? Hypergamy when a woman dates a guy who's better looking than her but makes less money, but it's also hypergamy when a woman dates a guy who makes more money but is worse looking than her, right? Then we could flip the situation with the same evidence, right? And say men are hypergamous, right? Which is which, which sounds because the... it's like, oh, look at that low life, like, yeah. right? Right? Like he's using his looks and trading it for a woman who has more money than him, right? And then we could also do the flip thing and say, oh, look, he's being hypergamous. He's dating a woman who's better looking than him but makes less money, right? So, so it's the same set of data points, and we're just saying hypergamy, hypergamy, hypergamy. And it's like we, ha okay, we have to select a variable, right? If you want to talk about this in a serious scientific way, you have to select a specific variable, right? and then assess whether that specific point is true. And so it depends what type of hypergamy we're talking about. If we're talking very specifically about money, then I agree. It's like, yes, women generally exhibit a preference for men who are making more money than themselves. Mm. And they have a, a high preference for that. Yeah, I think this is where you see things slightly differently because I mean, um, you know, to me, you know, exception to rule doesn't disprove the rule, it's just an outlier. And I think, you know, on a balance of probabilities, if the vast majority of women Okay, so here's a really good example. So no, but I'm not saying I may I'm not saying the exception to the rule thing. I I, here, I I just clarified that I'm not saying that. No, no, but just hear me out for a second. So as an example, like if I were to state that 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 women are are hypergamous and they tend to marry and date across on the social economic scale, yeah, I've read research papers. Yes, I've read you know some Evo Psych and you know followed some useful content. But I've also been a private lender for a number of years too. And as a private lender. I have to look at credit applications and on the credit applications it has their job and it has what their income is. And I've seen in the vast majority of cases when people are applying for uh, financing, private mortgage, you know, whatever it happens to be, uh, Mr. almost always makes a lot more money than Mrs. Right. But so, wait, I, I, I don't understand. Do you, do you think I, I, you're not disagreeing with now that, I mean, this is sort of one thing where, uh, I do, I do think that there's a, a lot of content creators and I think Rich does this quite a bit where there's an overemphasis in guys making money being the deciding factor for chicks. And I don't, I don't, I really don't think money has anything to do with it. In fact, if you guys date the way I tell you guys to date, chicks have no idea that you make any money. You keep dates low investment at first. You take money off the table, right? You'll find that there are chicks that they they like you for other reasons than money, and the, and if you really get down into it, we'll get we'll talk about this in a little bit. If you really get down into it, money is sort of the beta bucks side of hypergamy. If you really think about it, right? M making money doesn't make you an alpha. All right, I mean, just look at Bill Gates. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. With me, I just but, said that. No, I'm agreeing, but what I'm saying is like in the context of hypergamy, and I think you know one of the things that. <laughs> we wanted to talk about in this podcast as well is the disagreements, you know, with the red pill and the mano swamp is that um, I think it's more of like a broad statement where it's just, you know, women are generally hypergamous. Do you, right? do you understand my gripe is with the, is with what you just said, which is that like, oh, hypergamy as a general term, hypergamy as a general phenomenon. And I'm like, OK, well, empirically, that's not good enough. Mm -hmm. We need to define the term and then assess its truth based on that spe the specific variable. So you could say. But women if you were to say, if you were to say very specifically with regards to fi with regards to finances, women are generally hypergamous, right? They want to date someone who makes more money right. than themselves. I would say yes. Right. Um, but a lot of the red pill guys, right. They put everything to hypergamy. So when a woman dates a guy who's, you know, like you said, 
you, you, me you mentioned the, the kind of anecdotal idea of like a guy who's a hot criminal, right? You labeled that as hypergamy as well. And it's like, eh, is it? It's like, now we're talking about a different type of thing. We're talking about, well, she's you know, women's, short -term, short, women's increased yeah. short-term preferences for looks, which is exactly. not, that doesn't really fit with the hypergamy story. And that's what annoys me about a lot of these, you know, red pill twerps is just talking about like, oh, well, everything's hypergamy, everything's hypergamy, though, everything. It, no, it's not, a, it's not, I'm not saying that it disproves the hypergamy point that we mm -hmm. just talked about with money. I'm saying that it, that a lot of the red pill guys, they label that as hypergamy as well. And that doesn't so, fit. So let me uh, present this option to you. Uh, you know, a woman's at a bar. She has 10 men to select from. Uh, some of them are successful. Some are not. One guy just got out of jail. He looks like a total chat. He's a 10 out of 10. He's a good looking guy. He looks like you. He's got the hunter eyes, right? And, oh, stop it. But, but he hasn't oh, got a stop, Rich. Oh. To throw it out of and he's <laughs> sleeping on his sister's couch. She may prioritize him over the other options that night just because he's the best looking guy as far as options go. Yeah, okay, you're talking hypergamy, hypergamy, hypergamy. And then the situation that you just described yeah, alpha, in the bar where it's like, okay, so she right? chose the guy who's lowest status, least amount of money, right? Lower status than her, lower education level than her yeah. because he's good looking. And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah looks he, for short-term mating, looks really matter. And that's not, I mean, yes. Cause that alpha, like, right? Alpha in this context is uh, is uh, sexually attractive, right? That's I, I prefer to say like, instead of alpha beta it's guys women want to fuck and guys that they don't want to fuck right <laughs> so yeah the the 10 out of 10 chad he might not make any money but she wants to fuck you know what i mean because because of alpha fucks anyway some of these some of these guys they'll be like oh that's that that's the other side to hypergamy and it's like okay everything's hypergamy right everything's hypergamy congratulations you can never mm -hmm. be wrong because because you've already <laughs> determined that everything's hypergamy right right but, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the way it's defined in, in the red pill space. Yeah, it, it, it really is. <laughs> we'll get into this. We'll get into this. I mean, it's just like, it's just, a, it's just a, it's just a very simple minded way, way of viewing the world. You have to pick. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I think you're right about that. Oh, better, better show this. There you go. Mac and Murphy on, on TikTok. All right. All right. So then we also have a tweet from Shanti Smith. Let me, uh, let me show this here. Let me uh, present my screen. We have this tweet from Shanti Smith. And I, like I said, I've had, I had Sean on. We recorded a podcast a couple of weeks ago um, because I, I just finished reading his book, uh, The Tactical Guide to Women. Tactical Guide to Women. I first learned of Shanti Smith from Rich Cooper, right? So Shanti Smith's a great guy and uh, smart dude. He's from Denver, so he's a Colorado guy. He's not that big on hypergamy either, right? So he says in this tweet here, hypergamy is one selection factor among many, nothing more. Contrary to red pill dogma, it doesn't explain how any particular woman carries herself in a relationship or why she leaves. Using hypergamy to understand a woman is like trying to drive using only the turn signal. Kind of a, kind of funny, funny analogy. Okay. And then, you know, all this stuff's making sense a little bit, right? It's making a little bit of sense, right? There's a book from Dr. David Buss and Dr. Cindy Meston uh, called Why Women Have Sex. And I did a, I did an episode a couple, man, a couple of months ago now, right? On like the top 20 reasons why women have sex, according to AI, because I didn't want to read the book. I just asked AI to read it for me. <laughs> but there's a, in that book though, there's something like 247 reasons why women have sex, right? And Dr. David Buss, if you guys didn't know, he's an evolutionary psychologist. And I think so is uh, Cindy Meston, right? They're evolutionary psychologists. So they came up with 200, 
47 reasons why women have sex. And if there's 247 reasons, how can hypergamy even be true, right? Got to think about it like that. So how does Google define define hypergamy? Before I get to that, we do have another super chat here. Let's look at this. Ryan from the Beer Club says, bad bars make the best stories. You, He sent $5. God, now I got to talk about the cuck article. <laughs> you get this, man. You get you get uh, this one. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy definitely fucks. All right. There we go. Okay. So Google, if you, if you Google hypergamy, right, the definition that comes up is the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or educational background. All right. Well, okay. So if you're, if you're going off of Google's definition, that explains why women marry guys with money, but not fat, ugly guys or why they bang band, band members or, or the 10 out of 10 guy at the bar or other losers, right? So you might see where Dr. Smith and Mac and Murphy get their conclusions if you're going off of, off of that definition, right? It's a, a women only marry up, right? Well, marry and date up. Well, then if that's, if that's true, why are they dating losers, right? I can see that. But that's not how Rollo has classically defined hypergamy in his books. Right. If you read Rollo's books, he defines it as dualistic. It's a dualistic approach. Right. So you have alpha seed, right, or alpha fucks, and that's. I mean, that explains the the hot rock stars, dangerous losers. You know, like drug dealers, bad bikers, whatever. Basically, guys, women are sexually attracted to. That's why you know when people get mad for saying, "Oh, alpha and beta and the wolf study," and bleh, you know. I'm just like, okay, fine. Women that you know, got men that, that women want to fuck and, and, and the men that they don't, right? Alpha, beta, that makes sense, right? And then you have beta need, right? Or, or, or beta bucks, right? Guys that give them comforting, warm and fuzzies. Guys who are good with puppies, you know? Guys that make a lot of money and they go, okay, this guy's going to be able to take care of me, be able to pay my bills, be able to, you know, put a roof over my head and stuff like that, right? beta beta need okay so it's dualistic <clears throat> women want both right oddly enough a guy and i said this already a guy can make a lot of money and still be beta right just look at bill gates look at bill gates for crying out loud look at um uh who's the guy that's in uh, uh, the head of amazon uh bezos jeff bezos you guys see that like, jeff bezos too is like he's in good shape i think he's on trt he's looking pretty pretty jacked and stuff he's got a hot girlfriend his hot girlfriend, when she met Leonardo DiCaprio, though, was like giving Leonardo like the the the, the come fuck me eyes. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> because even though Jeff Bezos is like the richest dude in the fucking planet, uh, you know the the movie star still has that that the 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 alpha fucks sort of appeal, right? So Rollo wrote an article about this back in 2018, actually, talking about um the misconceptions of hypergamy. All right. So let me, uh, let me share this tab instead. Let me bring this to the stream here. I'll drop a link to this in the comments, but Rolo's like Rolo, like people come up with this stuff all the time. Like Mackin's, uh, you know, cr critique of the, of, of hypergamy isn't new. So Rolo's always addressing this sort of thing. So I'll just drop a link to this in the comments. You guys can, uh, could go through it. It's, it's, Pretty interesting. Like one of the things that 
he talks about is hypergamy isn't a straitjacket, right? Because a lot of guys in the red pill space, a lot of people that that complain about red pill content creators, especially trash, like red pill trademark content creators, is that they talk about like, oh, these hypergamous women, and basically, you know, men might as well give up on chicks because they're hypergamous. It's like it's it's not a straitjacket. You can learn from it and use it to your advantage and still have healthy relationships. You, you see what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, he says hypergamy is only defined as marrying upward, which I think this is where Mackin's argument comes into play, right? It's not just defined as that because women do fuck losers, right? They, they, they fuck guys that they're physically attracted to, not, not necessarily attracted to for their money. Right. <laughs> um, some women are more hypergamous than others, right? This is usually trotted out, right? Not all women are like that, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like, there, I think there's there's some truth to this, right? Like women, uh, I think all women are hypergamous. Just some women have better control over it. You know what I mean? They have, you know, they, they sort of listen to the social uh, controls better. You know, they, they have morals, you know, they're not just trash. <laughs> <laughs> just try, they don't just act on impulse, right? They think things through. They're like, do I really want to blow up this relationship with this good dude? Nah. You know, like there's women like that out there. Um, this argument, both men and women are, are hypergamous, right? So <clears throat> he says here, hypergamy is a sexual is a sexual strategy unique to women. Women have attraction floors for men with whom they will breed and or settle into pair bonding with. Women only consider an equal to or better than arrangement with regard to sexual market value of a man in contrast to what they perceive as their own, right? Men will date and have sex with women who are sometimes two or three steps below their own SMB. So women never seek its own level. Women seek an advantage in the mating game. Men simply want to reproduce. This is what defines each, each sex's imperatives, right? So basically men will fuck anything. Women are, are, very, are way more selective. They're way more selective. Even if it comes to uh, a guy being poor, Right. They're not they're not fucking, you know, poor fat guys that are unattractive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's still some criteria there that women are like, yeah, yeah. OK. All right. He, he might not make a lot of money, but he's got big muscles. I'll do him. Right. Or he's real funny. You know, he's got a good he's got a good personality. Uh, you know, women are women are more selective. They 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 don't just fuck everything that moves, you know, but guys will guys guys will fuck a jar of peanut butter, right? Like guys are, guys are disgusting. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It's overemphasizing the manosphere. Let's see. There's a lot of stuff here. I'll let you guys go ahead and read it. The link's in the description there, <clears throat> but, but largely it's like, you really got to look at it. Not just about, Oh, you got to make a lot of money. Cause that, like I said, I, to me, making a lot of money is actually sort of satisfies the beta side of hypergamy. Right. Really, you want to look at it as just being her best possible option. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty easy to argue. You know, you can see women doing that. They're selecting for their best possible option for whatever reason it is. Maybe they do want provisioning at the time. Maybe they do just want cute babies at the time. Whatever. Right. It's their best possible option. <clears throat> so is it all just a bunch of mumbo jumbo though? Right. Is it all just a bunch of mumbo jumbo at the end of the day? Honestly. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit, guys? <laughs> like, it's like you guys who complain about statistics on dating apps instead of fixing your pictures in your bio, to, in my opinion. 
right? It's it's analysis paralysis. You you know who has analysis paralysis? Guys who don't fuck. Right? Oh, the data points don't you know, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> right? You know who fucks? Guys who go out and talk to women. Guys who take this information and go, let me test it out for myself. And they go out and they 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 end up fucking, right? Because they're not sitting there worrying about the percentages and the data points and who gives a fuck, right? Another thing too is it's observable, right? One thing I, I don't have in my notes here, but I thought about it. <clears throat> the red pill's been around for tw like twenty plus years, right? Guys from all over the world have gotten together in forums to swap notes and go, "Hey, this is what I'm seeing, guys. Are you seeing the same thing?" And a lot of guys are like, "Either, yeah, 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 yeah," or they're like, "Oh no, that's not that's not what I'm seeing, right?" <clears throat> but what you'll see is a consensus. Of, of of what generally is happening all over the world, guys are seeing the same things, all right? Guys are swapping notes, and it's not just one-off guys. It's not just anecdotal evidence. It's, it's, it's guys literally coming together, swapping notes, saying, hey, uh, this worked for me. Try it out. And then other guys go, okay, I tried that out. That works, right? It's observable. <clears throat> you can see it in your own life if you just look around, right? Do you really need data points? To look at the stuff and go, now I see this working. But the data points, blah, 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 just shut up, right? Does it work for you or not? Oh, was the audio choppy? Is it still choppy? Let me know. Drop a one in the audio sounds bad. God damn it. Let's try changing it. Um... How's this? Is this better? Is this better? Is this better, guys? Drop a one in the comments if this sounds a little bit better. Drop a one if this sounds better. Oh, that one's good. Okay, maybe we'll just switch to this for now. <clears throat> just to finish this up, up this episode, we only have 20 minutes left. All right, we'll keep it like this. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so it's observable, right? You can see it working every everyday life, right? Do you really need data points to look at this stuff and go, oh, now I see this working, but the data points, blah, blah. Not, like that's just nerd shit, right? Oh, it was the it was connection. Okay. What do, let me try switching it back though, because I don't really want to hold my hand like this. If I go, if I go back to this mic, is it is it still bad, guys? Is it still bad or is it the internet connection? Drop. Drop a one or say if it's good or not. If it's not, I'll just go back to the headphones and we'll just wrap this up. Let me know. Drop a comment. Come on, guys. Come on. Participate. That's better. Okay. All right. We'll go back to this, but but I'll keep an eye on the chat. If this starts getting choppy again, just let me know. Okay. Thank you. Thank Thanks for the one. Someone knows how to follow instructions. <laughs> ah, thank you, Nathan. All right. Okay. <clears throat> So here's the thing. This is what I told Rudy, right? So Rudy sent sent this to me. And I said, I said, look, whether whether the data points are are don't bear this out or not doesn't really matter, right? Because it provides an effective framework framework for dating and relationships. It does, it really does. So I mean, you can't get any easier than Alpha Fox Beta Bucks, right? How easy is that? How easy is that, guys? 
Yeah, guys, until they read this stuff, they're like, women are so complicated. Oh my God. Like I can't, I can't make her happy. I can't, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, let's, let's just simplify women. Let's find a way to simplify women and find a framework that works for dating and relationships. That's effective. Right? So you have alpha fucks, beta bucks. Okay, cool. This is easy to work with. Right? Alpha K breaks it down really well in the married man sex life primer. I, I highly recommend reading that guys that is, especially if you're, if you your goal is an LTR or if you're already in an LTR or even married, get the married man sex life primer. Okay. And, uh, and study it. So he breaks it down very well, right? Alpha equals sexual attraction, muscles, game and frame, right? That as uh, John MLD calls it, right? Three out of the four muscles, game and frame. That's sexual attraction, seduction. That's where that falls into play. Okay. Beta is making money, cuddling, bringing her soup when she's sick, listening to her complain about that bitch, Susan from accounting, right? That's, that's, that's beta. That's comforting. That's giving her the comforting love feeling. Okay. He also breaks it down into chemical release, right? So alpha is dopamine. You know, that's, that's, uh, you know, sort of spiking her dopamine levels gives her that, that sort of alpha, uh, sexual attraction to you. And then, um, uh, oxytocin giving her oxytocin gives her that, that, you know, comforting love feeling. Okay. So easy to work with. Okay. Once you understand that guys are like, okay, I got this. I got this right. Easy. Women really do want both though. Right. So, so there is an overemphasis in the space of, of alpha fucks, right. Alpha side. I had a conversation with Sarah Don Moore about this and she was like, why is there an overemphasis on alpha, the alpha side? And I go, well, that's because guys want to fuck, right? If you want, if you don't want to end up in a de dead bedroom, alpha has to be your default setting, right? You can have, you can have the, the, you know, the, the, the beta comfort, things available for a long-term relationship, but you want to optimize on that alpha side. If you want her to maintain that sexual attraction, right? That's why like I said at the beginning, Thor's book on dominant masculine presence is, is so important because that dominant masculine presence will give you that alpha side. And that makes women feel safe, right? If you have a dominant masculine presence, that makes women feel safe, right? Which is yeah, comforting. Women do want both, but it's rare to find that in, in both, right? A lot of times women will, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll settle on a guy and he'll be, he'll be optimized on that beta comforting stuff, especially if they're blue pilled. Right. And they're, they, you know, they're the guys that are bringing the flowers and the chocolates and putting her on a pestle and stuff like that. Like they'd like that at first, but they're not, he's not sexually attractive. So then she's got, she's trying to build a better beta, right? She's trying to like teach him. Okay. Well, if I just show him what I want sexually, like he'll get it, he'll get it. Right. But the, but the very fact that she has to tell you tells her subconscious mind that you don't get it. And she starts losing attraction for you over time. Cause you're just not, you, you just don't have that natural sex appeal that she wants, you know? Real guys, guys that like are really good at, at seducing women, like the naturals is like, they just get it. Right. And then there's, there's some guys that'll argue like, oh, well you have, you're either born with it or you're not. That's not true. You can learn it. You can learn what's sexually attractive to women. Right. If you, 
you know, follow channels like mine. We, we talk about it all the time. You could learn it and then apply it. And then chicks are like, oh, this guy gets it, right? Like her monkey brain's like, oh, he gets it, right? Okay. <clears throat> but women really do want both, okay? So despite what some of these red pellet channels talk about, oh, you got to be alpha, you got to be alpha. You also, if your goal, if your goal is just spinning plates, yeah, just optimize on the alpha side who gives a shit, right? Because you're, you're, spinning plates until she gets she she wants to lock you down and then you're like you know i'm not ready to be i'm not ready to be tied down bitch and then <laughs> then you move on but um but if your goal is an ltr and i'd say most guys goal is some kind of ltr well then you, you also want to learn how to you know optimize uh, or not optimize but you need to know how to provide that that comforting feeling for her as well you want to be both you want to give both right so at the end of the day, the goal is genuine desire, right? A lot of guys complain, especially guys in the MGTOW space, they're like, oh, you know, women love opportunistically and men love, uh, you know, idealistically, right? That's, a, that's, a, that's also taught in, in, in Rolo's books as well. And, that, and I would say that's true. And then guys get in the MGTOW and black pill space are like, well, women don't really love. They don't really love you. They just want you for your money and what you can provide. And so you might as well give up on women. Well, I mean, women just love differently. They do love. It's just differently. And so what you got to do is understand, okay, well, what, how, what's the closest thing I can get to that? And that's genuine desire. She really wants to be there. She really wants to be there for whatever reason. She thinks that you're her best possible option and she really wants to be there. Well, what I talk about is how to find that, right? How to find that, right? You spin plates until you find the right plate, if that's your goal. Otherwise, I mean, spin plates forever. You set the tone and you lead, okay? Setting the tone and leading a relationship gives her that comforting feeling, right? But it also shows that you're at a higher level than her, right? You test for interest in a woman's ability to follow your lead. Not every woman's going to be interested in you and not every woman's going to follow your lead. And that's okay. You just got to, you know, just... Next, those chicks, right? They're, they're, if they if they're still pleasant to be around, they, they're plates. But if they're not following your lead, right? <clears throat> if they're not following your lead, they they just they're not a good contender for an LTR, and that's just all it is. And it's okay, right? Just keep spinning plates. But you know, if a, if a woman doesn't have interest, you're just wasting your time. You're banging on closed doors, right? You're trying to make something happen that's never going to happen. You're trying trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Okay, so just test for interest and a woman's ability to follow your lead. And then you walk through open doors. That's it, right? This is very simple and effective framework for dating and relationships, right? And then like I say all the time, right? Don't take my word for it. Don't take Rolo's word for it or even Mac and Murphy's data points. Take none of our words for it, all right? Just go out and test it for yourself. Test it for yourself. Find what works for you. Find what gets you the results that you want, right? Who cares about the data points? Like you could take that information and go, okay, well, the data points say this, whatever. Just, just go out and test it for yourself. If it doesn't work, reject it. If it works, keep it, right? <laughs> so it's like, well, does hypergy matter? Who cares? Just is what I'm telling you, is it effective for you? If it is, cool. Cool. Then it, then then hypergamy is is uh it, you know, it's 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 important to know, right? If it doesn't work for you, then fucking reject it. Okay.
So I personally, I've tested this red pill stuff out and it works for me. It's undeniable for me, right? So I don't care what some nerds data points are. I don't fucking care. It's like, it's, it's also why when people bring me the, the, uh, you know, the dating app fucking app, uh, stats and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because to me, the stats only tell one, one part, part of the story. You know, it doesn't tell all the whole story. And honestly, uh, I just think like all that kind of stuff is a self-limiting belief, right? Oh, well, the data points say that hypergamy, well, that's self-limiting belief <laughs> in my opinion, right? Because I've seen it work. I know it works. So I don't care. I don't care about the stats, okay? That's pretty much all I have this episode. I'll let you guys make up your own mind on whether hypergamy is, uh, you know, is there more to female mating strategy than just hypergamy uh, or not, right? Go out and test the stuff. Make up your own minds about it. John says, super chat, $5 super chat. God damn, I got to keep talking about this cock article. <laughs> you get this one. Thank you for that. I don't follow instructions well. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> Nathan says, go back and watch Monday's show. He says, $2 super chat. Uh, you get... You get this one because you sent two. I was just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah. Do do uh, if you guys missed Monday's episode, go back and listen to Nathan's story. It's actually really good. I think uh, I think our episode was like an hour and a half long. Really good conversation. Lots of fun topics in there. All right, guys. That's pretty much it. Be sure to tune into Friday's episode. Friday's episode. Oh, you. Oh, oh yeah. Pete watched it. Pete watched. It. Go back and watch it again, Pete. <laughs> Download it. Download it on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, too, just so that he gets another audio download. All right. Friday's episode is on the cure to male pattern baldness, guys. Male pattern baldness. We're going to talk about the cure for it today, or tomorrow, on Friday, rather. We're going to talk about it on Friday. A lot of guys in the comments on YouTube and TikTok are really insecure about my hairline. All right. So I thought it must be an important enough topic to do a full stream about it. If you are follically challenged or are worried about it in any way, tune in Friday. We're going to talk about your options for, you know, for being follically challenged. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I had this idea. I got this grand idea on, uh, uh, maybe it was a, a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, so Nurse Chick and I, we're, we're going back through Sons of Anarchy, right? And there's this character Juice in there. And Juice has this fucking cool mohawk, right? And it goes back to a point in the back. And I'm like, what if I... Let my hair, because my, my hairline goes to about here, you know? And so I was like, what if I let my hair grow? And then I, I, I do a, 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 a mohawk, right? Like juices for, for Fall Fight Club. And if you guys don't know, I'm going to Vegas October 7th, and I'm going to duke it out with, uh, with Glenn Lawrence, that jabroni Glenn Lawrence, in a real wrestling ring October 7th. And... So I was like, okay, I'm going to grow my hair. I'm going to put a fucking mohawk in. That's going to make me look all like intimidating for this fight. Well, <laughs> if you guys looked at any of the pictures from this weekend, uh, I had my hat off in a lot of those. And it's like, I don't know, when when my hair is just growing out, it looks really thin on top. And it, a lot of it's lighting and stuff. But I'm like, oh, my God, that looks so fucking bad. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go back to the shaved head. So as soon as I got back home, I fucking shaved my head again. I was like, eh, I'm just going to scrap that idea. <laughs> <laughs> scrap that idea i don't think it's gonna look as good as i think it's gonna look 
But uh, but anyway, yeah, there's always there's always people in the comments on TikTok and in, in especially YouTube shorts. And I think they're just like, you know, 20 year old kids or whatever. And uh, they just they they're like, oh, I don't want to take dating advice from some old bald guy and stuff. And it's like they say that like it's an insult, but I don't care. You know, like I like it. I like this look. So but it, but that just tells me that these guys are really insecure about about balding themselves. You know, people don't just project that kind of crap on you if, if they're not if that's not something that they they would be worried about themselves right i don't care i don't care i like it i like this look so i'm like ah fuck it you know people are clearly uh more in their mind up up in their heads about it than i am so let's talk about it let's talk about it friday so that's what the episode is going to be friday 10 a.m eastern time if you guys haven't done so already please uh oh do we have another super chat here uh no we got that one already all right we got all that <clears throat> If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Hope you guys learned something in this episode, at least, about what hypergamy is, you know, how it's defined in the red pill space. Um, drop a comment below if you have any questions about it, though. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Uh, send super chats. Thank you for everyone that sent one. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That really supports the show. I'm pretty sure this, this episode got demonetized. Uh, Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get a, 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 a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. I had a guy uh, send me a screenshot. He used he used one of the openers, and this chick was blown away by it. And he was like, dude, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, check out my Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Tune into last Friday's episode. Last Friday's episode, I really talked about how to use this uh, to deal with your, your traumas. Get on the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's a good group of dudes. It's only 10 bucks a month. And then I have coaching available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. Did I drop, did I drop Rolo's link in here? I think I did. Yep. Okay. I did. Just want to make sure I give Rolo credit for this. Um, because I, you know, like everything I know about hypergamy, like I've learned it from the red pill space, you know what I mean? So I've got to give credit where credit's due. I think Rolo's really, you know, the, the guy that's really writ, written the most about it in the, from a red pill perspective. So got to give Rolo credit for this and uh, drop that, that link in there. But it's funny, you like pretty much anything that people bring up today, Rolo's already written about it. Like there, there's an essay for this. <laughs> so check out that essay. It'll, I think things will be more clear on uh, the red pill perspective on that sort of thing. If, especially if people want to argue with you about it, honestly, arguing with people is kind of dumb. It's, it's really, it really doesn't solve anything. Most people have their minds made up already, but that's neither here nor there. All right, guys, I will see you on, on uh Friday. Hold on. Where is this? Yeah, here we go. I'll see you guys on Friday. This has been the come on man podcast. Now go out and get it.